So, we're going to be doing a little bit of a, a new angle on the Purim story. Start off with an observation many of the Varsha make that when we're talking about the construction of the Mishkan and all the vessels therein, there's a very strange omission which is actually uh, delayed by about a full parsha, right? And that's the construction of the Mizbeach Hazaha, the golden altar, the. Uh, the, the, the altar of um, the burning of the incense which instead of being placed by all the other vessels uh, is actually put much later um, with, uh, with the Parsha of us bringing the uh, half column for our atonement so let's take a look at the Vilna Gon over here there's Eliyahu Lohuzker Ba'asiyas Klei Hamishkan Ve'yizir Tchilas Tchila Hamishkan Ve'kelev So it's in the context he's saying the Mizbech Hazov was not mentioned with the construction right there in the beginning was the Mishkan and all of its vessels Ve'begodim and all the garments Ve'krivas Aaron Le'mizbech and the dedication of Aaron towards being the servant of the Mizbeach. Therefore, the afterwards, we talk about the making of the continual offering. And, and through this process of the bringing of the Karbonus, I will dwell amongst you. And only then, after that, after Hashem has already said, we're going to make carbonos, so you have a coin God on everything, right? And through these carbonos, I'm going to dwell with you. Oh, by the way, make the Mizbeach Haktoros, the golden um, small altar for the, um, for the burning of the incense. As well as you should bring the kesef hakipurim, the kesef, the, 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 the money of atonement. Um, says the Vilna Gon, Yore, this shows us, this instructs us. Sheze lo haya me'akiv la The presence or absence of the Mizbeach Hazahov was not. Um, Proclusive, it was not uh, absolutely necessary for the dwelling of the divine presence in the Mishkan. Rak Iluhaya Lechaporus Yisrael. Rak Iluhaya Lechaporus Yisrael. These two mean the, the golden altar and the Shkolim Hakipur, the, the, the half Shkolim of atonement, were there to atone for the Jewish people. So the goal is explaining to us that the chorus, the fragrance, serves a different function fundamentally than everything else. While everything else is a part of the actually functioning of the of the Mishkan itself, uh, the Mizbeach Hazahav is is there 
that when the Jewish people mess up and we do things that are unpleasant, uh, the concept of smelling bad, right? So then the Mizbech Hazahov will cleanse it and atone it. Okay? Now, furthermore, the Amic Dover says that actually, just like the Ktoris atones for Loshan Hara specifically, Loshan Hara is a bad, is a violation of Bain Adam Lechavero. Loshan Hara is that uh, the, the communications between people break down. Okay? So, uh, so to the opposite of it is the Ktoris itself. How does one counteract Lashon Hara? Through Gmilus Kasadim, through doing acts of goodness and acts of kindness with one another. So the Ktoris uh, A atones for Lashon Hara, and says the Emekdaver, therefore it's also the representative of doing Gmilus Kasadim, doing acts of goodness with one another. Now why are we talking about this? We're a couple of weeks too late. For for, for 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 the discussion, um, although we are still uh, in these partials of Hakamas uh, Hamishkan, but already past that part. So uh, famous the Gemara in Hulun uh, says Moshe Minatora Minayin, Haman Minatora Minayin, Esther Mordechai Minatora Minayin. Okay, and. So who knows where is Mordechai alluded to in the Torah? That's right. Oh, you looked at the top of the page, didn't you? What uh, <laughs> Marjor, right? So, 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 so the incense, the the, the the primary, the main ingredient. All the other stuff is kind of like added to it, but the, the main thing is the is the mirth. I think it's called in English, right? The, the pure mirth, uh, which makes the great uh, fragrance, right? So uh, the Aramaic translation of it is Mara Dachia. Mordechai, Mordechai. Yeah? So that's so the Gemara Kulin says that that is where we see an allusion to Mordechai in the Torah. That's obviously why we're talking about the Mizbeach Hazahav that was the place where the burning of the Ktoris took place, right? And we're trying to understand the Ktoris itself. What is it? What is it a remedy against? How does it do it? This speaks to Mordechai himself, right? So, um, we'll just speak out actually that maybe uh, speak out that whole Gemora. Um, so we'll switch we'll switch these two out of order. The next the next two sources switch them out of order. First we'll finish off the Gemara Chulun, and afterwards we'll talk about the Gemara Megillah. So so the Gemara asks, we won't go get to Moshe Rabbeinu now, Moshe Minatora Minayim, um, but uh, then the question is, Haman Minatora Minayim. Who knows where Haman is alluded to in the Torah? Without looking at the sheet. Close, close. Hamin Ha'eight. Yeah, that's yeah. So that that was uh, that was uh, the famous, the, the, the infamous line, right? That the that the serpent said, right? Hamin Ha'eight says that. Was it from this tree that uh, that Hashem told you that you should that you shouldn't eat, right? So that's an allusion to Haman. 
And Esther is from Hashem saying, Hastir, Hastir, Espanai. Hide, surely hide, I, my, hide, I will hide my face from you. Right? So we have here uh, a progression. Okay, so we might as well say Moshe, right? So Moshe is Bishigamu Basar. Right, so Moshe is the perfect tzaddik. Moshe is a representation of what of what the Jewish people are in their perfected state. Then comes along, just like Adam was created, very very high level, right? Comes along the Nachash and speaks Lashon Hara and says, "Oh, what Hashem doesn't want to give you? He's he's, he's jealous. He's afraid that you're going to become like uh, gods yourselves, and, and, and that's why he doesn't want you to eat from this from this tree, right? That's Lashon Hara. That's the first step. Of, that's the first." Instance of Lashon Hara. So then, what does that cause? It causes man to sin, and we go into a state of Hester Ponim, where Hashem exiles us from the from the garden. Right. And so, what what now do we need to do? We need to create an atonement, and that's going to be through making a reach nichoch Hashem, making a pleasant fragrance for Hashem. Right. That uh, through, through uh, that that will hopefully uh, accomplish the atonement, right? So that's so that's the process. Moshe perfection, Haman is the Lashon Hara. Esther represents the Hester Ponim, and Mordechai represents the Ktoras, which is an atonement for the Lashon Hara, uh, and and kind of gets us back uh, to the level that we were at before. Um, so now, says the Gibor Megillah. Sorry, Mordechai with Teres. Sorry? Mordechai with Teres. Is that connection when specifically, what's that turning point when he gets, goes from being a pauper to being dressed up and come on as one who's making this one nice? The the, 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 the is because Mordecai went from being in 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 sackcloth to being dressed in kingly garments. Yes, the stomach he didn't smell good. The stomach he did not smell. Did good. that smell good? Um, could be. I don't know. He was a smelling. He was a smelly guy. I hear. I hear. Maybe. Maybe. Says the Gemara Megillah. There was no one who knows Lishna Bisha. Aramaic, it's hard. Yes. Close, yeah. Evil speech. Yeah, Loshan Hara. Yeah, not Bushan, not, not the Hebrew. But yeah, so Loshan Hara, there's no one that knows Loshan Hara like Haman. Right? Um, which, which is specifically what that he he said to Haman, right? Vayomer Haman, There's a nation amongst you who is mufuzer and they are separated. They, they they don't have any unity. They're not they're not uh, they're not one with another, right? That's what Lishna Bisha is. Lashon Hara separates people. It divides it divides a nation, right? It divides it divides people. Uh, 
So Haman obviously was uh, was deeply aware of it, and he's resonating with it. And whatever level Lashon Hara that the Jewish people had amongst them, Haman picked up on it, conveyed that to Achishverosh, and uh, you know got the decree that he wanted. Right. So, so again we see Haman speaking Lashon Hara. And furthermore, we see that the Jewish people themselves were in a state of being befurred, being separated, being torn apart into many little pieces, right? Many segments, many many sections, sectarianism. What did he say? I don't, I don't, sorry, I don't recall what Haman said about He said that we are, no, 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 he didn't say about Lashon Hara, he spoke Lashon Hara. About the Jewish people. About the Jewish people. Right, so what did he say? He said that we are divided people. We're divided people? Yes. And therefore we can be destroyed. Yep. That's the Lashon Hara? Well, the Hara is that he's saying we are we are weak, we are bad, and, and therefore we should be destroyed. Well, weak is one thing, but doesn't, what does that equate to that? Wouldn't it be the opposite? Why would you destroy someone who's weak? They're not a threat. Why would you? Well, I, I, he, he understands that the Jewish people are fundamentally strong. We're fundamentally a big threat, right? But currently, we're in a state of weakness. So this is a time to take advantage and try to destroy us. But he's focusing in on our divided state because because that's what Lashon Hara does. Lashon Hara causes divisiveness. So that's what he's being, paying attention to. You know, meaning a really strong guy would say, oh look, their, their muscles are not so big right now, right? But aren't they Persian citizens? Like the Jews are Persian citizens at that point. So he's trying to sell Akashverosh on the idea of let's go and destroy these guys. But in Akashverosh is why, why does he care? They're loyal citizens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so one second. Akashverosh and Haman um, were more or less on the same page it would be better to get rid of the Jewish people but the question is can we you know uh, pointed out to Haman that in the past whoever messed with the Jewish people things didn't end up well for them right so Haman uh, retorted and said yeah but they, but they are and uh, they are mifurid, they are separated and since they're separated so then they don't have they don't have they don't have uh, their God is not going to be with them because Hashem is only with the Jewish people, Hashem is one. So when we're one, Hashem is with us. When we're not one, so then Hashem is not with us. So it's a good opportunity to, to, to destroy them. Okay. Um, so again, so we pointed out that the the Nachash, the serpent, spoke Loshan Hara. Right, uh, and caused the sin by saying Hamin Ha'etz, which is an allusion to Haman, who now speaks Lashon Hara. The the snake is um, is the Nachash. The the Chazal talk about the Nachash Akalton, the twisted serpent. Yeah, and Akal. Uh, so Mukul to be twisted is the same osios as Amalek. Mukul and Amalek is the same four letters. And so Haman was from Amalek, representing the Nachesh Mukul, the twisted serpent. Okay, and through 
the Lashon Hara of the serpent, and through the Lashon Hara of Haman, he causes a Hester Ponim, he causes that Esther is taken by Ahasuerus, he doesn't know her, he doesn't know who she is, it's a state of hiddenness. Okay. Now, we, we, we mentioned before that Ktoros is something that atones for Lashon Hara, right? That's what, that's what Mordechai is going to be doing, he's going to be trying to atone for the Lashon Hara, but how does it atone for the Lashon Hara? So we said that A. McDover points out that it does so because it also represents Gmilus Kasadim. Why does it represent Gmilus Kasadim? If you think about it, I have this nice little, um, I don't know, asterisk over here, right? And I scratch the outer skin of the asterisk, and there's uh, Yosef sitting across the table, and he goes, oh, that smells nice, right? Like, it went from over here to out there. It went out, right? So if I make something uh, a ktoris, the concept of it is that it spreads out beyond itself. The esrog didn't go anywhere. I didn't bring the esrog over to you. and you didn't bite from it, right? Esrog is here. You're over there. It went beyond its boundaries and ex- ex- extended and connected to you, right? So that's what gmilus kasadim is, where you go beyond yourself, someone outside. Right, so that, that's uh, that's what the Ktoris is doing over here. So uh, now, um, with Mordechai, we see this in a greater sense, like the Megillah describes in the end. When Mordechai is the uh, head advisor, what what is what is he doing? Right, Doresh Tov Amo, Right, that he that he sought out good for his people, and. And extended shalom to everyone, right? So he was a, he was somebody who who was uh, who was always um, seeking to do good to other people. That's the moradachia. That's the gemilus chasadim. That's going to counteract the lashon hara. So we have lashon hara uh, uh, trying to destroy us. We, we counteract that with uh, with the beautiful smelling fragrance of gemilus chasadim. Okay. Additionally, uh, we're talking about Mordechai causing connection, right? Mordechai is called is called um, Mordechai Habilshin. You heard of that before? No. Okay. So why is he called Bilshin? Because he was a master of languages, right? He so he knew all seventy languages. The Gemara says. So the, the, the Gemara asks, wait a second, every member of the Sanhedrin had all 70 languages. So this is true. But he knew not just 70 languages separately, each one language by itself, but he could actually combine all the languages, right, and, and basically understand, I guess, where all the languages came from, you know, find the root of all the languages. Right? If you think about it, what's a language? A language is a certain way of expression, right? It's a certain way of uh, of thinking, right? I mean, language relates uh, type of thinking. And so people that speak very foreign languages often have a difficult time understanding each other, even if you could translate their words, right? But the, 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 there's a lot lost in translation. Not, I'm trying to stress, maybe it's obvious, that it's not simply that... Um, it's, it's a, yeah, exactly. It, it carries a very different mentality. I mean, language is really an expression of thought, 
and the, the very different languages convey very different modes of thought, right? So, so Mordechai uh, understood all of this intimately, right? And and therefore, obviously, was able to connect. Just like he could connect all the languages, he could connect to all the different types of people. That 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 was that was his godless. That was his greatness. Um, of, of so, is is the ability to relate, to connect to to other people. Um, that's the starting point. What do you mean, starting point? For Gemilus Hasadim is to be able to mm-hmm. connect or understand where that person is holding, to be able to properly relate to them. Sure. Yeah, we, we spoke about that. Um, that's right. Very good. He's good. It's Chazara. Okay. Um, one, one more, one more point before we just kind of uh, try to put it all together. So the um, the Gemara Megillah says that Hashem had us donate the Maxa shekel towards the construction of the Mishkan that each person gave exactly Maxa shekel, not more, not less. Right, um, because Hashem knew that in the future, um, Haman would offer ten thousand talents of silver to Achashverosh to destroy the Jewish people. So, uh, so Hashem had the Jewish people already give uh, the half a shekel to count to 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 prevent that, to prevent that from working. Right. Um, I remember the math that the Gon does. The Gon somehow works it out that ten thousand talents equals the the half the half shkalim. You, you have to see the conversion rates between shkalim and talents of silver. But uh, but six hundred thousand giving giving a half a shekel equals ten thousand talents of silver. So we already gave that. So now, therefore, when Haman is going to try to come with that to destroy us, well, it's already too late. We've already kind of uh, done that in a positive sense, right? Uh, they obviously, simply, if we would have spent that money, I don't know how, whatever, we would have sent it to Akashverosh, it wouldn't have helped. That was a long time ago. It means that we've already created a unity through the, the half a shekel that each person gives. We all give into the same pot, right? And it all comes together. To uh, to create the Mishkan, which is the, the, the which is the embodiment of the national heart that Hashem dwells in, right? That that's the that's the unity that the half shekel created, where each person contributes equally to it. Uh, so then, uh, when Haman would try to come and take advantage of our divisiveness, that wouldn't work. <coughs> Okay. Um, one more source maybe we'll throw out there. The Midrash says that when Mordechai was given Haman's estate, he divided into three parts. Kept uh, he gave a third of it towards the reconstruction of the base Hamikdash. Gave a third of it to the Amle Torah to the, those that are sitting and learning Torah, and uh, and and uh, kept a third of it for himself. 
Right. So, um, Mishnah Perkyava says the world stands on three things. What are they? Very good. Okay, so the base of Mutish represents the Avoda. People that are sitting in Steigi and learning, the Mordechai gave a third to, represents Torah. And what represents the Gmuel's Chasadim? Mordechai. Yeah, very good. He's very selfish to keep that for himself. <laughs> he did it so he can, you know, he didn't. I'm sure he used it um, in a very good way. Set up an organization. Okay, so um, so now, in the end, when Mordechai finally succeeds in in uniting the Jewish people and in rebuilding the second base Hamikdash, the first base Hamikdash was built. Morale in Nesach Yisrael, Yudperik Dalit explains the first base of which was built in the schus of the Avos, Avram, Yisak, and Yaakov. Okay? And that's why what it took to destroy that base of Megdish was that the Jewish people had uh, did the Gimel Chumrius, three cardinal sins of Gilo Arias, Shvichus Damim, and Avodah Zorah. Right, which corresponds to the, the destruction of the three great pillars of that Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov had erected. Bayez Sheni, says the Gemara in Yuma, was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. How do you translate that, Yosef? Sinas Chinam? Uh, not baseless. Purposeless. Yeah. Wow, very good. Oh, it was so happy. So the second one was built on Mordechai's house? Uh, uh, and Sinas is destroyed. It was destroyed. Purposeless hatred is what destroyed it. Right? I mean, lack of unity is what destroyed it. So what is it that made it... You know, on what merit was it built? On the merit of the oneness of the Jewish people. Right? That's that's the um, that's the Gemilus that's the that's the that's the Ketoros, right? So there's two ways that one could have that closeness to Hashem. One is through being a Moshe Rabbeinu, through being a huge tzaddik. That's it's represented by the first base of Mikdash. And then even if one falls from there, there's still a possibility to arouse um, Hashem's desire and uh, and and love. For the Jewish people, through acts of gemilus chasadim with one another, acts of kindness with one another, right? That's the that's what, that's what Mordechai uh, tapped into, and uh, we merited the second base hamikdash. Currently, we are in exile, obviously, as a result of lack of love and unity. Um, Yosef pointed out, uh, being that I have a little bit of extra time, I'll say it over. The Shalom Kaddish says that Sinas Chinam does not mean baseless hatred, right? His proof is from a Midrash. Midrash says that um, one might think that Hashem hates the Jewish people, uh, punishes the Jewish people, 
Right? And Kamash Malan, no, you see that, that, that uh, is designed to uh, <coughs> to help us do tshuva. <laughs> so he says, what kind of a havamina? Who could possibly, how could one possibly think that Hashem is punishing the Jewish people without any reason, baselessly? Right? That, that's crazy. Right? Rather, it means purposelessly. Right? Without a purpose. It means even if what we do was wrong. Let's say we did something wrong. Right? So maybe Hashem punishes us as a, I believe the word is punitive, okay? punitive punishment versus uh, re- re- rehabilitative. Com- what? Compensatory. Punitive and compensatory. Speak it out. To get back yeah, what you yeah. lost or to punish? No, to, to, to rehabilitate, better. The, 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 one might think Hashem punishes the Jewish people um, I'm using word punitive if I'm not using it correctly. It just means uh, you do something wrong, so, you, you, so you're so going to get punished because of that. Right? I don't care. Yeah, like a retribution, right? I don't care. Uh, and, and the Kamash says, no, 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 no. Hashem doesn't do that to the Jewish people. Hashem punishes us as a way of rehabilitation. Right? He punishes us because this will help us to do true and become better people. So, the, so, the, so that's, so you see that the, that, uh, Chinam doesn't mean baseless, it means purposeless, right? So too with the Jewish people. Uh, the Gemara and Yuma says, they were, uh, they were, we're experts in them. It wasn't a long time before the Gemara was written. It was, it was, uh, they were very acutely aware of what those people were. And they were Amle Torah and Oske Bigmilus Kasadim. Right? They, they were, they were, they were, they were uh, very... Uh, they were doing even besides the learning that the Torah and, and, and the avod that they were doing, right? They were even doing acts of gemilus kasadim. So how can one say that they were just going around baselessly hating one another, right? Rather, it means also if you look in, in the story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa, it's pretty clear there as well. It means purposeless hatred. It means if somebody did something wrong to you, but you have to ask yourself a question: <laughs> through my punishing this person. Will this somehow make it better? Will this somehow improve the situation? If the answer is yes, okay, then then good. But but if the answer is no, just because you did something wrong doesn't in any way justify to do something wrong back to him or to do something to him if it will not in any way bring about a, a, a greater good. The marshal is, you have a man with a hammer in his right hand, nail in his left hand, takes the hammer, brings it down instead of hitting the nail he hits the his thumb right so then the left hand grabs the screwdriver and stabs the right hand <laughs> you don't do that right even though you may be justified but it's not productive it's not constructive right like um, like David Amalekh says about Rishoyim right he says Tachli Sina Sanesim how does that translate David Tachlit Sina Sanesim Sanetim Tachlis is What? Quintessential hatred Oh, no, no Origin. No, no, not kill. No, no, with a, with a, with a chaf, not with a ches. So, 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 simple translation is like Noah is saying. Tachlus means the epitome of hatred. I have hatred. I have, I have hated them. Right? Talking about Rosh But according to this law, 
we can say that David is, is saying a purposeful hatred I've hated them if I hate someone it's a purposeful hatred right so that's a uh, um, what but even though he's a why Oh, right. That's what it takes to make a rush. If that's what it takes to either scare him to stop doing what he's doing, or scare him away, or chase him away, or other people should not get close to whatever it is, but but it, but but it has to be purposeful. No, no. This is a correct. This is a correct usage of of hatred. This is a correct because it actually destroys it actually destroys the evil. If it's uh, it, it's sina is something that uh, that is uh, very rarely appropriate. Okay, so anyway, back 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 to us over here. So the so the second base amigdish, which was built in the schus of Mordechai, right, which means it stood the entire thing stood on uh, the, the the pillar of unity and kmilus chasadim. So that's why it was it was uh, destroyed uh, through Sinas Chinam. So obviously, something for us to focus on uh, is coming Purim. If you notice, uh, the entire uh, uh, the, the mitzvah Hayom center around creation of unity. First of all, obviously, the Megillah unifies all these separate events. Right? Shows us a story. It's a storyline. Right? It's a, it's a Megillah. It says over a story. Unifies everything. And we give Matanus Lev Yonim and Bishloch Manus Ish Lareyehu, right? So we we literally have a mitzvah of Gemilus Kasadim. Usually, Gemilus Kasadim is, is, is a mitzvah in the general sense of the word, but I'm never in a particular case commanded to do Gemilus Kasadim, right? On Purim, I actually, we actually have a mitzvah of Gemilus Kasadim of, of of one person giving to another, right? As well as to give charity to a Yonim. And Chazal and and the the, the Kadmonim bring that on Purim is not just the um, the giving of money to two of Yonim, but that call a poshet yado anyone who uh, extends his hand, hand you give to because that, that's the, 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 it's 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 a time of gemilus chasadim. That's what we're supposed to be doing is gemilus chasadim. Even that Rashi, I hate with the epitome of do you hate him with a pitiful hatred or you hate him with a purposeful hatred? Uh, I hate him with a purposeful hatred. Purposeful hatred? I don't know. That, that's, uh, it's, uh, I'm, 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 I'm a super about that one. Not clear. What? Either that or maybe even, maybe I'm the, the power of the is so great that maybe you could overcome it. <laughs> and and the worst case scenario, you can rely on uh, like we like we know because I'll say that uh, that it says about it, the pasuk in Mishlei is Chokmas uh, Noshim Bonsabesa, the wisdom of women built up her house. So that's about Esther Hamalka that she went and she fed and gave drink to Haman and through that she uh, she ended up uh, pouring hot coals on his head right that, 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 uh, 
so what, if your if your enemy is uh, hungry, feed him, and uh, through that you'll pour hot coals on his head. So perhaps we'll be kind of that. Okay. Any questions? Um, 